The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Delta Airlines, the commercial airline the U.S. military trusts to perform maintenance on its aircraft. Learn more at deltatakingaction.com. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 23rd. In today's news, Turkey's president publicly lays out the case that the Saudis murdered Jamal Khashoggi. The Supreme Court lets Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross skip a deposition, and the Trump administration continues to chip away at the foundations of Obamacare. But first, the big idea. President Trump has settled on a strategy of fear, laced with falsehoods and racially tinged rhetoric, to help lift his party to victory in the coming midterms. It's part of a broader effort to energize Republican base voters two weeks out from the elections. Trump's messaging on display at his regular campaign rallies, tweets, and in press statements largely avoids much talk of his achievements and instead offers an apocalyptic view of the country. The president has been especially focused in recent days on a caravan of about 5,000 migrants traveling north to try crossing the U.S. border. He has darkly characterized this group as gang members, violent criminals, and, quote, unknown Middle Easterners, a claim for which he and his administration have so far provided zero evidence. Asked yesterday if he had any proof, he said, You're going to find MS-13, you're going to find Middle Eastern, you're going to find everything. And guess what? We're not allowing them in our country. This approach in many ways seeks to recreate the 2016 playbook that lifted Trump unexpectedly to the presidency in which cultural flashpoints and controversies helped energize Trump's supporters. Advisors say the president believes his best contrast with Democrats is on immigration, and that he's looking for a way to keep the issue in the news as much as possible before November 6th. White House aides say the migrant caravan has proved to be a particularly effective wedge issue in Trump's mind. Images of the caravan are dominating cable news coverage, allowing Trump to revive an issue that worked for him in the past. Barry Bennett, a former Trump campaign advisor, described it as a, quote, political gift. Stephen Miller, Trump's senior policy advisor who's long espoused hardline immigration policies, is one of the chief authors of Trump's stump speech that he delivers off a teleprompter at rallies. But the president often goes further than his prepared remarks. And unlike two years ago, when some Republicans were hesitant to follow their nominee's lead in using divisive rhetoric, Republicans are now eagerly following the president's cues including in their own campaign rhetoric and commercials. The overall strategy, Trump advisors and other Republican operatives tell Ashley Parker, Phil Rucker, and Josh Dossie, is to paint a portrait of a chaotic, dangerous world with Trump and Republicans as the panacea. As Bill Stepien, the White House political director, put it, quote, voter satisfaction is the enemy of voter turnout. Democrats, meanwhile, are divided over how best to respond to Trump's claims about the caravan, especially his argument that its existence is the result of Democratic inaction on immigration policy. Some Democrats say Trump is vulnerable to a counterattack on his core campaign issue, given that his policies have failed to reduce the number of unauthorized immigrants. Yet party leaders and Democratic candidates have largely been silent on the issue, refusing to engage with Trump. Instead, they're trying to keep a laser-like focus on healthcare and the GOP threat to protections for people with pre-existing medical conditions. But some Democratic strategists and former congressional aides say the party is really missing a chance to pin the rising border numbers on Trump and hold him accountable for all the falsehoods he has continued to promote around this issue. And that's the big idea. 
Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Turkish President Erdogan said Tuesday that the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi was a, quote, planned and brutal murder. And he called on Saudi Arabia to extradite 18 suspects to Turkey to face justice for the crime. His comments during a speech to his ruling party's conference in Ankara, the Turkish capital, contradicts Saudi accounts that Khashoggi was killed when an argument escalated into a fistfight. Erdogan urged the Saudi authorities to reveal whether senior officials had been involved in planning the killing, suggesting that Turkey is unsatisfied with the explanations that have been offered by Riyadh. Turkish officials from the start have said Khashoggi was killed in a premeditated fashion by a team of Saudi operatives who were dispatched to Istanbul and that his body was later dismembered. Over the past three weeks, Turkish officials have dribbled out details of their investigation to the news media that are intended to bolster their case, as well as to force a confession and possibly other concessions from the Saudi leadership. The Khashoggi case has also embarrassed the Trump administration, which regards the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman as one of its closest Arab allies, and Saudi Arabia as a cornerstone of U.S. strategy to counter Iran. CIA Director Gina Haspel headed to Turkey on Monday, where she is expected to assess the strength of the evidence that Turkish officials have. A stream of Turkish video leaks that surfaced on Monday appeared to depict the Saudis trying to cover their tracks after Khashoggi's death, including images said to be of men at the consulate burning documents and even a body double wearing Khashoggi's clothes, but not his shoes, to make it appear that the journalist had walked out of the consulate as the Saudis claimed. Number two, The Supreme Court said that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross does not need to answer questions in a lawsuit challenging the addition of a citizenship question to the 2020 census. Ross announced the new question back in March and said it would help enforce the Voting Rights Act. But several states led by New York and leading civil rights groups say that instead it will intimidate many immigrants from participating in the census and result in an inaccurate count. Half a dozen former census directors under presidents of both parties and even internal analysts who currently work for the Commerce Department say that what the administration is trying to do would cost states with large immigrant populations, both representation in Congress and federal funds, which are distributed on the basis of population. These states and civil rights groups wanted to pose Ross because he's offered inconsistent and inaccurate explanations for the question in a decisional memo and in congressional testimony. The court's action sides with the Trump administration, but it allows the suit over the constitutionality of the question to go forward, at least temporarily. States will get to depose the acting assistant attorney general, John Gore. The order is the court's first politically significant decision since the addition of Brett Kavanaugh. It seemed to be an attempt to avoid a five to four split. The announcement was unsigned. Number three. In the Trump administration's latest move to undermine Obamacare, insurance subsidies can now be used for leaner health plans that don't cover essential benefits. Under guidance issued Monday by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, states seeking federal waivers to run their insurance marketplaces will be given much more leeway. This includes the ability to apply Affordable Care Act subsidies to short-term and association health plans. These are two types of coverage that the administration has expanded as a way of making cheaper plans available to those who want them. But these plans don't include coverage of what are defined under the law as essential benefits, things like mental health services and prenatal care. It also allows insurance companies to refuse to cover people with pre-existing conditions. The guidance underscores the Trump administration's efforts to quietly peel away as many requirements as possible, even as Obamacare remains on the books. (laughs) 
And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 23rd. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.